This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. You guys, the universe just said we will refuse (laughs) to record your conversation. We are on one today. I don't know what's going on, but Christine's feeling feisty. I'm feeling feisty. There was like some Jonas Brothers talk. And by some, I mean a lot. There was a lot of Jonas Brothers talk and then a lot of Christine shutting it down. And then uh, the recording equipment wouldn't record it for obvious reasons. It knew. It knew. Even Eva kind of knew, too, because she was very quick to not tell us we weren't recording until we were done with the conversation. Ready? Yeah. All right, hurry up. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I told you guys, she's... On I'm one. really hungry. <laughs> I am too. I think we're all just hangry here. Okay. I just picked one up, but I don't actually know what I just picked up. Is this what I'm supposed to read? Okay. Eva's such a gem. I don't know. We just do what Eva tells us. I'm like, Eva, where do I go? Where do I put my hand? Eva? And you're like, right here. Pick it up. Pick it up right here. Okay. We're here for your listeners' stories. Yes. Um, Classic Kevin's going to read some stories on our Patreon. So all Patreon donors, whether you donate one cent or a million cents, you get to listen Ooh. to that. And thank you to everyone who contributes and sends in their listener stories. Thank you for the fuel. And we are still going through them. And by we, I mean Eva. So thank you, Eva, for please, reading all of please them. Please know we are going through. Sometimes people will be like, I sent it four times and you still haven't responded. I'm like, it's like, listen, it's Eva's fault. She's fired. No. No. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, that's my fault because you sent it probably a year ago and I'm still backlogged from that. Sorry. Anyway. Shall we read some stories? Yes. Eva has told us that there are actually seven stories today. No, that was supposed to be a surprise. Oh. Well, right. I don't know well, what it is. Well, too late. There's a surprise. There's a surprise one. There's a surprise one, apparently. And you won't know about it until the end. Uh, yep. Okay. So who reads Who reads more than the other, then? Who reads four versus three? Oh, God. Eva, did you plan for this? Eva, tell us what to do. Oh, my God. Robert the doll fell over. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Eva, don't touch him. Eva, don't. He's looking right at me. Anyway, let's just move on. Oh, my let's God. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, don't touch him. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, got it. Will not do. Okay. Here's our, here's our, let's just gonna, we're just gonna run right into it. Let's just go. This is from Tessa. Tessa. And Tessa says, hi, Em and Christine, and a special hi to the handsome boy. Aw, beep, 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 Who happens to be napping next to Eva. He is so, he's so seepy. Look at the baby, baby. On our burrow, hashtag oh, promo code. Hashtag ad. Drink. Um, Oh, Eva and Gio just really are into each other. They're pals. Jiva? Hmm, that's good. 
G O G Evo 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 Evo. Okay. Yeah. I'm into Evo oh. likes Evo. Gio really likes that. Look at that face. Whatever you're doing, Eva, keep it up. <laughs> He's really about it. Okay. Um, okay, back to Tessa. Anyway. Oh, by the way, this is called Cults, Murder, Demons, and Ghosts, A Brief History of My Life. <laughs> so. Oh, good. A journal entry right out of Christine's diary. My 13-year-old self. <laughs> the lyrics to Christine's song that she really wanted to <laughs> appear in Panic at the Disco or something. The weird lyrics that I kept sending unsolicited to Panic at the Disco's manager on MySpace. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Tessa says... <clears throat> I have fallen head over heels for your podcast. <gasps> That's so kind. As you can tell from my subject line, the paranormal and true crime have been a big part of my life, and I'm truly obsessed with it. Before I tell you part of my very weird story, I... Did you just Sorry. burn? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Oh, right. Okay. Eva. Eva, you're fired. <laughs> Before I tell you about my very weird story, I just wanted to say a couple things. I am hashtag team wine all the way. Thank you. Cabs are my favorite, too. Me, too. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I just want to say real quick, I'm drinking something called Pinot Evil, like Casino Evil. Oh, although I like that kind of sounds kind of Pinot sexual. Evil. <laughs> I just think of like P. I think evil. of like penile evil. Oh well, I mean we're both kind of on the same track, the wrong track, but the same track. They're very wrong, headed for a very fatal collision track. But because of M, I also am drinking way too many milkshakes. So thank you. Uh, and then said you're gonna get me fat oh you're welcome god damn it i'm gonna get you jolly is what i'm gonna get you and you're gonna have a good time doing it uh also sidebar thank you eva for scratching out girl (laughs) such a gem you're so good okay also so excited for your engagement christine oh thanks there it is me too i got engaged in december of 2017 and i'm getting married in october as well oh my god congratulations on halloween because it's the best oh that's good see i was afraid that if i did halloween that no one would show because they were like too busy doing halloween stuff okay i wouldn't do it on halloween because i would be like so afraid that i wasn't gonna like like live up to the yeah if you're gonna do a halloween wedding you gotta go hard and And i'm sure tessa will but i feel like i would fail tessa's got the pressure's on her and i feel like um if you do halloween like every anniversary is like Halloween mm-hmm. and I like as many holidays in my life as possible. Right, right, right. Yeah. You were just, you didn't want to skimp I'm out on selfish. One. No, I would have done the same thing. Um, by the way, my anniversary is July 4th, so I guess I don't really get to talk. <laughs> Please give Gio a billion kisses for me because he's so damn cute and I'm sad every episode I can't snuggle him. <laughs> anyway, let's crack into it. Let's. <laughs> The next sentence. Uh oh. <laughs> Eva really did a number on us today. Uh oh. This is the next sentence. I was raised in a cult. Uh, what? Oh, this is going to be such a good episode. Uh, <laughs> it's already such a good episode. Oh, she says it was super fun. It's definitely hashtag why I drink. Did not expect that. We got in. We. Ooh. We got in when I was three and escaped when I was 18. To make matters worse, our compound was an old Catholic mission built in the 20s, so it naturally was super, super creepy. Hold so, on. Okay, so she was sarcastic about the fun thing, I think. Yeah. I, I am- did not. I took her literally for a second, and then she said, old Catholic mission built in the 20s, and I was like, never mind. Uh, I, just the fact that from age three to 18, you were in a cult. Ugh. Get ready for the shivers. There's photos. Oh. The top one is just the worst. Oh. <gasps> oh no there's literally a, a whole what, what would you call that a, a a mob of nuns i don't know if they're nuns i don't want to offend nuns i mean they look more they're like people in robed I mean, they're garb all men so i imagine they're not nuns but 
they're uniform. Oh, they're not, maybe not all men, but they're all wearing the same black robes. It, it just, looks like they're at her. Uh, it looks like what you expect. It looks like they're at Tess's wedding. Oh, right. Her Halloween wedding. Right. If you look, there's actually us in the back, I think. Oh, there we are. There we are. We're doing the piece up. Yeah, there we are. Oh, A-Town. Piece up, A-Town down. Okay. Um, anyway, <clears throat> I'll do a little true crime and a little paranormal with this story. My true crime part of it is obviously the cult part. Well, <laughs> can you imagine if she didn't continue with that yeah, story? Yeah, she's like, anyway, that has nothing to do so with it. So I was in a cult and we escaped when I was 18. Also, here's my other story. <laughs> <laughs> Tessie, you better get the fuck back on this story. Um, okay. It was naturally a... Oh, okay. It's going to get sad now. It was naturally a horribly abusive situation. Great. And there were a couple deaths, parentheses, or rather murders. Hold on. Remember when you laughed about how fun it was? Yeah, I feel like an asshole. Um, The cult was run by a husband and wife. The husband was literally insane and imposed crazy rules on the followers, one of which was you are not allowed to go see normal doctors. You know, the ones with degrees who are trained to take care of you. Parentheses. Hi, Blaze. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this girl is a storyteller. Oh, man, she's on it. Oh, one woman went into labor at the compound and gave birth in a room on the first floor. Oh, no. And after giving birth, she went into an intense seizure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The cult leaders refused to call an ambulance and she died on the property. Oh, my God. She died. Fuck. I swear that room always made me cry as a child and I never knew why until after (gasps) I had escaped. Oh, shit. A small child also died at the compound of a toothache that became a severe infection. Honey. And this baby boy ghost ended up saving my life many years later. I don't know if they're buried at the compound, but I wouldn't be surprised. I have so many children right now. But how how sad is that? Like how um, treatable a fucking toothache I know. is. I know. An infection. Like it's just antibiotics. That's heartbreaking. I hope she carries on with the part where she says this baby yeah, boy ghost saved my life. I need life. to know about that. As you would expect, the mission is haunted as capitalized fuck. Mm, good. We're talking dead nuns, priests, cultists, and demons. You did call the nuns part. I did call the nuns. I did not call the demons. No, no. Um, I'll tell you a couple stories because there are so damn many. There's a huge chapel here, and in the chapel, very high up, there's a door. No one knows why. That's Uh, just too gross. gross. It basically opens into God knows what, but it's an attic space, essentially, and the door has always been closed. Mm, My brother and a couple other cult kids. Cult kids. I, I bet they both have a K. Cult kids. <laughs> oh my kids god. Kids bop. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Cult bops with a Z. Cult bop. Kid cult bop. Um, my brother and a couple other cult kids were <laughs> hanging out in there and they swear the door opened on its own and then slammed shut. And it did this over and over again. It does not surprise me And at there all. is no draft in there. Mm-mm. There is no way a person could get up there casually and the door opens out. So no one could have hid in the attic to open and shut the door. So like it was opening from basically nothing. Oh, for God's sakes. Um, <clears throat> they watched it for about 15 minutes and eventually ran out. I like how 15 minutes like they were like, well, we're not going to die yet. Like and 15 minutes is 14 fun. minutes and 50 seconds. They were like, we got to go. get out of here. Got a blast. <laughs> so in the hall. Stolen catchphrase from Jimmy Neutron. Someone's got to keep it alive. Hashtag Nickelodeon. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Um, okay, you ready for this? Yes. In the hallway outside, there are demons. <laughs> no, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Sorry, I lied. <laughs> the light switch for the hallway is at one end, and the door to the rest of the compound is at the other. Well, that's a nightmare. So you have to shut the lights off. And then run. 
run like hell yeah. to get out. That's a nightmare. Because the demons will fucking chase you. <laughs> is an actual sentence I'm being told to read. You can hear the running oh, you can hear the running footsteps no. and feel their eyes on you. No. And just to make it scarier, I'm positive that I've seen them dressed like Catholic priests, almost as if to mock them. Oh, gross. You can also torment us. What? Oh, not you. Sorry. I got carried away. They <laughs> We probably will torment you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> They would also torment us whenever we were alone. You could hear them walk the other halls or make strange inhuman noises at night. Mm -mm. And they would also watch you while you slept. I have so many more stories, but this email is getting long, so I'll end it here. Also, M, I worked in a very haunted hookah bar, so if you want to hear about that, let me know. I certainly do. I love you both so much, and if you're ever in Denver, hit me up and we can do a haunted sleepover at the Stanley. Fuck yeah, that would be so fun. And I'm an asshole because it says best wishes and happy drinking from Bella. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's literally... I, you handed me this and it said Bella, and I was like, I'm just going to give M the benefit of the doubt. It says, oh, it says Tessa. It says Tessa, but then the email says Bella. So maybe Tessa's her first name. Oh, or her mom or something. Maybe they have an oh, email. Oh, okay. Well, Tessa just wanted to... Did you just apologize? Yeah, it's Eva's fault. Eva, you're fired. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, she doesn't apologize? <laughs> no, do not apologize. Okay, well, apparently Bella just wanted um a, an after-hours right. nickname. So Tessa slash Bella. I don't know what it is. but Okay, well, it's Bella. But she signed it Bella, okay. Bella was probably listening to it this whole time being like, what the fuck? My name is not Tessa. <laughs> She's like, someone stole my story. Oops. Okay, well, thank you, Bella. Thank you, Bella. I hope you're... Uh, psychologically okay i hope if if you needed help you got it i think you did i mean you're listening to us i mean you're perfectly sane and clearly yeah you don't need any you're good to go you're good to go actually i've decided i have a degree in psychology so like we're good we're fine if you listen to us it means that you're um really of sound health Uh uh uh-huh here we go (laughs) subject this is from samantha is it is it from bella (laughs) it's from samantha slash like (laughs) It's, it's Bamantha. I don't know. <laughs> our go- this is the subject. Our ghost Barney picture included. <laughs> okay. Hi, friends and doggy. We have. A- <laughs> you guys don't say that anymore because it makes them make that noise and I don't like I, it. And also it's it's I think it's the tick that I have because I can't stop it. Yeah, it really just happens. It's your fault. Out if you of write, love. If you write that in the email, it's your fault. I do it to babies, too. So how oh, good. I'm sorry. We have a ghost who lives in the master bedroom of our home. He's a little boy who is my five year old's best friend. Oh, oh, oh yay. And no, his name is Barney. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't have parents. So he decided we would do. OK, he has been a constant part of our lives for years now, and we've grown to love him. I know this sounds crazy, but we are literally raising a ghost. Oh my gosh! Does he? Con- I'm wait. I'm sorry. You're raising him. Does he continually grow and develop as your son does, or are you continually raising a five year old that never develops? Well, let's find out. Okay. The two of them argue. He makes a mess. He's taught our daughter some colorful language. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a five year old. That's hilarious. Actually, sounds like yes, me as a five year old. Hundred percent sounds like a five year old. <laughs> and he plays in her room when she's asleep. Can you imagine hearing random toys go off in the middle of the night? That took a while to get used to. Mm-mm. I don't think you do get used I mean, clearly someone does, but that is not me. We don't talk about it outside of our home unless we submit it to a podcast where you're going to... I'm adding right. that. Okay. You won't talk about it. We will. <laughs> I'll <laughs> talk it. about it all I want. We don't talk about it outside of our home, so our friends and family just assume he's an imaginary friend. That being said, this is for sure us as parents. 
Also, I'm starting to think, like, you know how Tessa's name was actually Bella? What if, like, Samantha wrote this, but then it gets signed by Barney? Like, Barney was the one that fucking <laughs> ah! wrote this. He's like, I know how to use Gmail. He's like, I know what Gmail's about, and also someone needs to know about this because they're certainly Dude. not going to talk about me, so I gotta no. do it. And he's going to sprinkle in some curse words to teach some language, to, uh-huh. to some uh-huh. colorful uh-huh. language. We don't talk about that. So our friends and family just assume he's an imaginary friend. That being said, he has made himself seen a few times throughout the years. I wanted to show you guys this picture we took. Oh, God. Oh. While they planted jelly beans for their lollipop garden the night before Easter. Oh, here we go. Okay. 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 What is that? Is that it? Ah! Holy shit. I'm sorry. Hold That's on. That's a true boy. Wait, hold on. Is that? That looks like Pinocchio. <laughs> It, do- it looks like a wooden boy. Is that for real? I'm going to lose Also, my- before you even blew it up, I saw that shit. I'm sorry. So what's happening? There's a human person <laughs> lying on the ground, like, in the middle of, like, some sort of fun. freaking heart attack. No, it- she's planting jelly beans for the garden. Oh, right. Can and- you listen to the email? I'm so- I was... Okay. Um, our children were plan- planting jelly beans for their lollipop garden the night before... Oh, my God. That just is just the weirdest I've ever seen. Uh, hold on. Oh, that is okay. Beyond who is this? Paint uh, Samantha. Can you can we post this somewhere? I like how I wait for an answer. Bone chilling. That is the. It most, looks like Robert the doll. That is. It looks like Robert. That's the most upsetting. It thing. It looks like a wooden doll. I'm okay. Okay. I'm really uncomfortable. Poor Eva that. had to like be sitting in I her know. bed in the middle of the night and saw that picture. Vomitous. Well, I hope he's nice to you. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, at least he's nice, but also he, it's interesting. I wonder like if I'm a ghost, do I like get to pick how I present myself? Because that's quite a specific way to present yourself. Like I'm going to look like a wooden a pu- boy. A he looks like Slappy from that Goosebumps episode. Yes, he does. I think Night that's, of a Living Dummy. I think that's why I'm a little freaked out. It just, he reminds me of something I was already scared of as a child, and Blaze just walked in, and I was not expecting Holy it. Holy fuck, Blaze. Wow. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. You're just too quiet of a person. No, he, he's coming. Gio, go with Daddy. Blaze is so, or I mean, Gio's so over us shouting. Oh. Jesus. Okay, wow. I'm really on it. I right just now. have a pain in my left arm, and I think I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Blaze? Blaze? <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to continue reading this because uh-huh. I, I don't know what else to do. So I'm just going to just, just truck just on. power through. Our daughter was diagnosed with apraxia of speech and autism at two and a half years old. We were told she would never talk and prepared for our new normal. To everyone's surprise, at three and a half, she said her first word. I would like to think it was from the three times a week speech therapy and countless hours of practice. But she insists Barney taught her to speak. Okay, so he's good for some things. I, I'm, I'm changing my tune. As amazing as this step was, we were told that she would still need speech her entire life. When she started preschool at age four, she struggled socially and Barney kept her company. The other kids thought she was weird. Yeah, same. And would try to stay. People thought you were weird? Oh, yeah. Weird German (laughs) girl was my catchphrase for like 20 years. Uh, And that's not an exaggeration. And (laughs) And would try to stay away from her. Oh, that's kids are so mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful. The week before her fifth birthday, she graduated speech therapy. Recently, she's become a social butterfly and made a great group of friends. She told us that Barney taught her how to be patient and the importance of sharing. Barney like, like the, the dinosaur? <laughs> Why That's did, what I'm thinking. I mean, Barney 
the ghost and Barney the dinosaur sound a lot like the same person. Apparently, can you imagine if if Eva like zoomed in on that photo and it was like it was Barney like actually just like Barney's wide purple lazy slack jawed smile. <laughs> Apparently, he also made her introduce herself to her best friend. You know what? This guy's got it going on. If you saw her today, you wouldn't believe she was the same child. I couldn't share this with anyone else because who would believe a ghost changed our daughter's life? Sorry, that turned into a novel. It really didn't. I was I was quite concise. and I feel Yeah, like you really nailed it on the storytelling. I have a million questions. But I feel so much better after finally telling someone about Barney. Stick out tongue face. I absolutely adore your podcast. Thank you so much for the laughs and nightmares, Samantha. <laughs> Thank you for the nightmares. Wow. Thank <laughs> you for... I'm I mean, like, I know he's a good guy, but also so that picture is so jarring. It's like, because I was like, I don't see it. And then, oh, no. It's like you think you don't see it, but you were looking at it the whole time. So, Samantha, if do we do you think we post this on Instagram? Can you do that? That would be so amazing. I'm like, how God, do we? Eva's just the I like best. how I go, how do I find out? Guys, everyone go find yourself an Eva. Um, also, I'm I am wondering that Bella girl never told us how that ghost saved her life. Fair. So, Eva. <laughs> She wanted the sequel. We she wanted us to want the sequel. We should do a 2.0 of this yeah. episode. <laughs> she did send, I do have her um, hookah bar story. She did <gasps> okay. You know what would be great? We should just have like a reunion episode. Yeah, for sure. Where we get Follow-ups. The- Follow-ups. Yeah. Because yeah. people do ask questions about the stories and we're like, we don't know. <laughs> but Eva does. But Eva will find out because she's a gem. Okay. Here's a new one. Okay. This one is from Ava. Oh. Called the Green River Killer. Oh, boy. I already see um, Eva's response. And it says, eek. (laughs) Oh, not a good start. Okay. (laughs) All right. This is what Ava has to say. And the title is The Green River Killer. Okay. So y'all probably won't get this or even read this. Probably not. Probably not. I don't think we're ever going to read it. I don't either. But I'm going to tell you my family's experience with the Green River Killer. Oh, Jesus Christ. So in the 80s, my uncle was four or five. And my grandma took him to this bird sanctuary that her friend had told her about. No, you don't do that, first of all. <laughs> yeah, you just say, fuck you to all birds. No, birds are... Okay, it doesn't matter. This is not about me. Okay, go on. It was way out of the way in a secluded area. So she pulls up and there's only one other vehicle, a dusty red truck. That's when you turn uh, around. So whatever uh-uh. Christine said about birds, just put yeah. that right here with a dusty red truck and you're the only other person there. We're just adding up red flags. She doesn't think anything about it. Wrong move, Grandma. So my uncle and her were looking at the nests in the birds, and my grandma feels someone looking at her. Oh, no. And she sees a man staring at her. Mm -hmm. No kids with him, just him staring at her. Mm -mm. She starts to get creeped out, and she starts walking closer to the opening where her car was parked. The guy keeps walking closer and closer until he's like 20 feet away from her. Oh, my God. At this point, she knows something's wrong, so she grabs my uncle by the arm and starts running to her car. The guy starts walking fast, following her. She throws open the car door and throws my uncle in the passenger seat and locks the doors. She starts driving away, and when she looks back, he's just waving at her. Ah! Ew! What a creep! Then a couple weeks later, he was arrested for his murders. (gasps) And get this, my grandfather, after my grandparents' divorce, lived catty corner away from the murderer. Oh, no. My uncle's and aunt with my dad would play by his house no and that's that jesus super creepy he waved at her from the okay and probably recognized him i'm probably recognized the uncle from like playing from being across the street oh god 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 to use an m term vomitus vomitus also i think this is a long one this is two page okay got it 
I'm sorry. Oh, this is good. Okay. Subject. The one where I can't come up with a clever subject line. Listener story. Okay. This is from Denisha. It begins. Disclaimer. A writer I am not. I mean, it seems like she's already... I mean, she already sounds like Yoda. ...disproving this whole theory. Hello, fresh friends. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Here's my awkward intro into my listener story. There's also like eight enter marks between each of these phrases. Loving it. So good. A writer she is not. A writer she is. A writer she is. Okay. She needs to write her own story or her own book. This is good. All right. My childhood home was a raised ranch. Basically, you had to walk up two flights of stairs in order to enter the front door. Because of this, we had a small balcony that looked down on our driveway. This is relevant, I swear. Okay. My mom often supplemented her school bus driver income by applying acrylic slash silk wrapped nails, sorry, M, out of our home. Why, sorry, M? Because nails freak me out. Oh, nails do freak you out. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember what the... What I was the, like, what's going on? Acrylic nails. She's, she's, she's right to apologize. Oh, because that time I had acrylic... Or like yeah. uh, gel or whatever. You freaked out. I completely forgot about that. She's, she wow. didn't. Denisha is like on it. And Someone I'm not, knows me a little better than you. I'm That's fr- fine. I'm for sure not up to par. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. By applying acrylic slash silk wrapped nails out of our home. The particular client that my mom was working on this day was one of my favorites. She was rich as fuck. Oh, nice. And drove a brand new Corvette, which she paid me $5 to start for her so she wouldn't ruin her nails. That's a good gig. That's, Eva, get that job. That's a good gig right there. I mean, wait. No, don't job. get that job. Get us that job. Eva, go go start up my Subaru. ZipRecruiter.com. <laughs> go start my Subaru. <laughs> I have silk wrapped nails on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I can't be bothered. Oh, boy. Dawn had me. Oh, her name was Dawn. Of course it was. Dawn had me start her car about five minutes early because it was chilly out and needed time to warm up. After doing so, I came inside and my dad immediately told me to go back out to keep an eye on it. Let's just say it's a good thing that I did because holy shit what i don't know so i'm stood out on our i'm stood on our relevant balcony looking down on our car probably coming up with my plan on how i was going to spend my new fortune (laughs) when i suddenly saw this guy come running from between the houses across the street he came into our yard beside the corvette and passed our house i remember saying to myself that's weird followed with holy shit he has a gun (gasps) i quickly ran back into my house through the living and dining rooms and out of the back door all the while, my dad asked what was going on and me screaming, there's a guy running in our yard with a shotgun. By the time I got to the back porch, all I could see was that he was barefoot, wearing some cutoff jean shorts with red paint on them. Fun fact, it was not red paint. Yeah, that's what I thought. <gasps> no shirt and long <clears throat> hair. In the meantime, my dad was screaming at me to get back in the goddamn house. I like how a minute ago, he's like, get back out there and look at the get car. Get in the car. And now he's like, get, <laughs> get in, the, in house. the goddamn house. I may be paraphrasing his words. I mean, probably not, to be (laughs) honest. In no time, the cops were at my house and I was giving them my statement. I told them what I saw and that was it. Or so I thought. The next day, we had a knock on our door. Oh, my. And then the fan ruined our story. (laughs) The next day, we had a knock on our door. It was a detective with a sketch artist and they were there to do a sketch of the man based on my 10-year-old self-memory. How much stress would that? I'd be so God, No pressure. God. Uh, I remember being so scared and debating if I should lie so that he didn't come after me and my family. Oh, can you imagine like you were scared to say what he looked like in case he, (sighs) that's awful. Um, our small town had just been shook up by the murder of one of my 13 year old sister's best friends. And I, 
God damn. And I was scared shitless that this guy was her murderer. I'll save that for another email slash day. I decided that it was best not to lie and just gave them a description of what I could remember. That's traumatizing. God. That's horrible. Weeks later, I was outside and in the middle of a very heated solo t- tetherball tournament. I mean, come on now. <laughs> a heated so- solo tetherball tournament. And heard police sirens extremely close. Still being extra guarded from before, I bolted into my garage and suddenly saw a police car come to a screeching stop at my house. Oh, boy. Oh, God. A cop ran out and up to my dad, who was in the garage. The next thing I know, I'm being put in the backseat of the cop car and raced to this abandoned garage about two blocks away. Oh, for God's sakes. The cops take me out of the car and pretty much shoved into the bar across the street from the building. I was told to get down and hide under a table. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Did these police officers pay for your therapy after this? Because, like, God damn. This is just the... i'm confused is this how policemen work is it i'm highly upset they just take your child and then throw them into an abandoned garage and then tell you to hide throw them into a bar it's like i could have been hiding at home playing tetherball go into this table i still had no fucking clue what was going on but i was so fascinated that i was in a bar at a young age (laughs) is this christine's story (laughs) christine's childhood uh i was so i was fascinated that i was in a bar at a young age and also completely grossed out by the filthy floor okay my next thought was actually do you think the smell of a bar for the rest of her life like really traumatized her? yeah because i feel Probably. Like that would be nasty to be on the floor of a bar okay finally a joseph gordon levitt ish looking cop oh i mean, i like that part <laughs> told me to took me to the billiards room and sat me down he asked me about the incident that took place a few weeks prior and i told him everything he then laid a bunch of mug shots on the table in front of me and asked me if I could pick the guy out. I pointed to the last guy on the first row. He thanked me and took me out of the room and back to my hiding spot, but not before I was handed an entire basket of some super gooey mozzarella cheese sticks and Sprite. <laughs> if this is how the police work. <laughs> I take it back. They don't need to pay for therapy if they buy you mozzarella sticks. I mean, here's the thing, like, I, it doesn't take much to woo me. Uh, no. Allison, you listening? No. Blaze, hello? Just a basket of uh, mozzarella sticks and some Sprites, all it takes. And then it says, fat kid high five, <laughs> which I am from afar high fiving you. Yeah. The guy who, as it turns out, had shot his estranged wife <gasps> the day he ran through our yard had barricaded himself in the old dilapidated garage. Cops were surrounding the building and using the bar as their headquarters. For some unknown reason... I would also like to use the bar as my headquarters. Yeah, anyway, uh-huh. that's point, what I thought. Moving on. For some unknown reason, the police and my father thought that it was a good idea to put me in the middle of it. Again, I was 10 years old. God damn. Uh, for about two hours. Like, they're like, just imagine, like, what should we do? Like, buy her some mozzarella sticks? Like, <laughs> it's like, quick, get her some Sprite. Like, that'll, sh- that'll get her. That'll fix it. <laughs> She's never going to have to write into some crazy podcast. It's like, or- you imagine if one day there's a thing called a podcast and she feels like she has to remember this her moment trauma to write it in. to be publicly. But no, 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 no. Sprite and mozzarella sticks. That'll do it. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't, but... <laughs> For about two hours, I was stuck literally to the bottom of the floor, eating way too many cheese sticks and listening. No such thing. Listening to muffled ruckus. No joke. I probably had at least five orders of those sons of bitches. Suddenly, I heard what sounded like a war zone going, oh, no, going off outside the building. Shots were being fired all around us. Oh, my God. As she frantically eats the mozzies. I just see the mozzies (laughs) going in her mouth. Uh, all around us and the cops were running every which way i remember just sitting there clutching my chin 
sorry, it's not funny. Clutching my cheese Clutching sticks. Clutching my cheese sticks and crying, oh. thinking that I was going to get shot. Okay, That's, this is... Okay, now I think mozzarella sticks might fuck her up. Yeah, she can't... I hope you don't eat those. That, that must be traumatizing. Um. Oh, my. Crying, thinking I was going to get shot. It felt like a lifetime, but I'm sure the actual shots lasted no longer than 45 seconds max yeah okay that's still that's a, a lot, lot of gun shots. a lot of gun what were, what were her parents thinking like oh don't worry she's probably just in some dilapidated bar headquarters eating mozzarella sticks with well, her, shotguns everywhere her dad went with her he's just like oh he's yeah. just hanging out with her i think so because she said i don't know what my dad and the police were thinking bringing me to this bar oh woof. All her right. mom's probably got home like from, from the grocery store like where is she oh my god <laughs> it's like a gunfight going down imagine she gets home and her mom's like we have mozzarella sticks for dinner <laughs> <laughs> she was like no never again that must be you could never like go to dave and buster's ever again no it would like ruin yeah all right tga fridays who <laughs> i'm sorry okay just an fyi homeboy did not die although it was intent to die by cop suicide wow 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 did not know that was gonna happen the next thing i knew it was grab i was grabbed up off the floor shoved back into the same cop cars before this poor girl and sent home cheese sticks and plastic cup of sprite in hand which i accidentally stole no you did not steal you did not anything. steal anything no, you no. deserve 10 more baskets you they better feed you for life at that rate like, i think you sake. should always walk into that bar and be like i'm that girl the and usual they'll be like, here here take it all the usual i'm not sure about the conversation that took place between my parents and the cop but i do but i did have to give my testimony at the trial oh my god oh my god for the man and my parents put me in court-ordered therapy good probably for the best i think for a while i was small town famous i mean you're now like in my world famous i don't know <laughs> like this we're gonna remember he's the mozzarella stick girl incredible and made it in our local small town paper i don't know what ended up happening to the bastard or my stolen cup souvenir <laughs> fair that's more important but I do know that I am a true testament that if you were born in the early 80s and grew up in the 90s, parents did not give a shit if their children were put in the middle of a hostage situation. Unless your mother's name was Linda. Oh, my gosh. She put, she she would know she would be the she would care way too much. Yeah, but you weren't born in the 80s or the early 90s. No, and raised in. Oh, like, I see. I see. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. You had to you're have right. been born 10 years earlier, M. I hear you. I Sorry, hear you. you missed the... If you were raised in the 90s, maybe your mom's name was Linda, and wow, were you just raised by a helicopter You know, parent. I feel like I was on that border because my mom for sure would have put me in this hostage situation. <laughs> and then she would have said, stop feeding her so many mozzarella sticks. She's already too chubby. And I would have just never gotten any again. So, uh, you know, it's a rough life. It's a coin toss. Um, uh, yeah, okay. If you were born in the early 80s, grew up in the 90s, parents did not give a shit if their children were put in the middle of a hostage situation. Anyway, that's just one of my many crazy stories. Oh, God. To tell. I'm a new binge listener and $12 lucky number. Patreon donor. Donator. Oh, wow. I actually saw that come in and I was like, that must... Like, what a weird number. That's a real reason for that, I'm sure. <laughs> Forgive me. English is my first language. There Smile. it is. Oh, she's a donator. English is my first language. Smile Full circle. Oh, God. I love you. Uh, I love the podcast and love knowing that weirdos like us exist. Keep doing what you're doing and maybe think about coming to the Kansas City. Actually, I would love I love Kansas City. Anyway, never been. We It's so I love it. We've got some excellent paranormal spots like Stull Kansas for you, M, and some of the best true crime stories for you, X-Teen. Bob Berdella, John E. Robinson, BTK. And she didn't say this, but um, 
probably whatever the fuck she went through is probably a good story. I would imagine that's quite a true crime in Kansas City. I imagine. BTK dot dot dot. That's a good one, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a rough one. And that's why I drink lemon lime soda, Denisha. Wow. That's why you should never drink again, I think. Eva, you found some gold gold nuggets today. This is wild. All right. This is wild. Okay, I'm ready for the next one. This one is from Amy. Here, have some more wine, Eva. (laughs) Drink up, Eva. This is traumatizing. I can't. Everyone needs a little pick-me-up today. Okay. Okay. This This is is from from Amy. Amy. Hi, Amy. It's called Eva. Write this down. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then, oh, okay. Eva's center of attention today because it says, hi, Eva, first. Mm, Interesting. I don't Eva, know how I feel like climbing the ladder that. here. Hmm. Oh, I thought she was dabbing, but then I looked over and she was just. <laughs> Eva, if you ever dab, you're fired. She was doing the hair flip. I thought she was dabbing. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> it says, hi, Eva, Christine, M, Geo, Juniper, Blaze, and anyone else in the ATWWD squad. Glad that I, I was second, though. I feel yeah. good about. I feels take good it back. to be third. Feels yeah. good to be third. Even I are the first important ones. Um, I just started listening to your podcast about two weeks ago. It's what gets me through the day at my first forty-hour-a-week job. Oh, God I feel bless. Like I feel you. I feel like you are all my close friends, helping uh, welcome me into adulthood. Oh, all I'm of- sorry, my nail just came off. I know you don't like. You it. have to be kidding me. I'm not kidding. That's not true. I'm not kidding. It's not my real nail. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I watched your whole finger fall off. No, it's not. Look, it's. I'll give you the middle finger. It's my normal fingernail. That nail looks lovely by itself. Why'd you have to put anything on top of it? I don't know, Em, because the patriarchy is putting me down. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I just need to tell you before you saw it. Where were we before I dry heaved? Um. Oh, yeah. Welcoming someone into adulthood. This is fucking adulthood, <laughs> by the way. As M vomits Look, everywhere. my fingernail just ripped right off, but don't get sick. <laughs> Happy adulthood, Amy. Oh, All right. Okay. All of my non-podcast friends pretty much think I'm crazy now because all I talk about are ghosts and murder, and my housemates may be looking to evict me after alluding <laughs> to a perform after I per- alluded to performing a seance. Oh, no. Do come that. on over. Yeah, come here. My paranormal interest is new. Thank you, M. You're welcome. Oh. But I have always been interested in true crime stories, especially all the Forensic Files 48-hour oh, for type sure. shows on TV, which is why I want to tell you all the story of good old Ann Miller. I think it's probably Ann Miller Contz. Huh? K-O-N-T-Z. Contz? Yeah, that sounds right. I think it's probably Ann Miller Contz if you Google her. I may mix up some of the specific details, but the basic storyline is completely and scarily accurate. Uh Uh-oh. Ann Miller's from Raleigh, New New York, North Carolina. (laughs) Close. Almost the same thing. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm drunk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What else is new? Uh, Ann Miller's from Raleigh, North Carolina, where I'm from, and more specifically, the bougie white suburbs of North Raleigh. This area is the seriously whitest place you've ever seen. I think in the 21 years that I've lived here, only one family of color has ever lived in my Wild. neighborhood, and they moved out within a year. I wow, say, I wonder why. Did they enjoy it? Probably not. And then she says, gotta love white flight. Oh, boy. Oh my. <laughs> gotta oh, love it. Gotta love racism. I, I don't we know. didn't say it. Twitter, oh, everybody. Eva said it. Eva said it. Eva, no. god damn it. Stop tweeting stuff like this. Eva, stop being a racist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We are I, not racist. I feel, like we're bordering, I feel like we're bordering on like people are like 
this isn't sarcasm this is real yeah actually we have a podcast just to ironically say all the things we actually mean guys are you about to... What are you doing? I'm putting on my fingernails in the trash. Oh, I thought you were like pulling out an old <laughs> tissue to blow your nose. And I was like, there's a tissue box right here. Once one fingernail comes what? off. You took all of them <laughs> off? <laughs> I'm really discreet. <laughs> okay, I was trying to not upset you and now you're upset. <laughs> How do you just like quietly rip off because nine of your fingernails I'm a cheapskate and i buy fucking walgreens glue on fingernails how did i not hear nine fingernails rip off of your I am bony fingers as fuck that is heinous yeah Listen. drink up all right ready oh yeah white flight i forgot <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about the okay, racism let's go back to white flight okay great i'm glad we're back on track Okay, so back to Anne. Let's go back to something more comfortable to talk about, like white flight and racism. What's worse, talking about nails falling off of fingers or talking about racism? We're not going to answer oh, that racism. because we're going to get fucking blasted on social media. Okay, go on. Okay, back to Anne. She seemed to be a completely normal chemist. Wait, who are we talking about? Anne. Anne Miller-Kantz. Oh, I, th- I thought Anne wrote the story. Amy wrote the story. Amy wrote the story. Okay, okay. Back to Anne. She seemed to be a completely normal chemist and wife with a daughter, my mom went to a Catholic church with her and remembers the Millers as a completely normal, wholesome American family. And even read scripture at church. Oh my. Wait. Okay. So their names were literally Miller. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Okay. White. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you were reading that. You just said that. No, I just said it. Eva, can you go out? Well, <laughs> Eva's notes have to be so bananas white. right now. <laughs> Eva, just control find every time we write white. Or say racism She's and like, then delete it out. Block out the next four days to edit this shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's texting John right now, being like, "Um, I can't make it to home. I have to." She's like, "Do you think Final Draft will hire me back? Because they're..." Can I like? Can I put out a complaint to ZipRecruiter? Much... I just got to know. Hashtag anti ad. Okay. Anti ad. Okay, okay. Even Ann. Ann yeah. Miller. White. Ann read scripture. Ann That's scripture what's important. Church. She's a chemist and she's <sighs> white. Okay, got it. Well, obviously, they weren't, or I wouldn't be telling you about them. Anne began having an affair with another married co-worker named Daryl Willard, who was also a friend of her husband, Eric. Oh, no. Rather than get a divorce and face embarrassment from the Catholic community for committing such a sin, Anne decided to poison her husband, <gasps> Eric, and instead face internal damnation. <laughs> like any good Catholic woman. I mean, that sounds about right. She began poisoning him with arsenic as he became sicker and sicker. And even devised a plan with her lover, Daryl, to poison Eric with a large dose of arsenic on a night when Eric and Daryl went bowling together. What? She had so much power over Daryl that he went along with her twisted plan. A few weeks passed and Eric obviously ended up in the hospital suffering from an illness the doctors couldn't figure out. Oh. How come at this point doctors just don't have like a, you know, like a strep test, like just rub it in your throat and it's like, oh, it's arsenic. Blaze? Like, you know, pee in a cup. How come they don't find arsenic? Blaise? I feel like they probably do, because Blaze said they find, like, THC and stuff, so they probably... Maybe maybe this is an outdated story. Maybe. And maybe, like, they don't immediately assume, like, oh, it's... Po-. That's You know true. what I mean? Like, how rare would it be to be poisoned? Saying it now, if I ever get sick and the doctors don't know why, test me for arsenic. Okay. Eva, write that down. Eva, write that down. Well, here's the thing. Like, think about it. If you're sick, it's probably like, oh, it might be IBS. It might be, you know, a million right. other things. Like, you wouldn't... Especially if the wife, like, is worried and stuff. Like, right. you but also, like, I watched Six Sense. Sure. You know? Sure. Like, sure. that happened to a little girl. Mm. Munchausen by proxy. 
Yeah, that's why we're not medical professionals. <laughs> Cause, right. Because that's how we think. I've just seen enough references where, like, if someone doesn't know what's going on, test me for poison. Just okay. do it. Because I don't know what Allison's up to don't sometimes. Tell, she, don't, don't test him because it's probably me poisoning him. Oh, Eva, test me for arsenic right now. Um, oh, Eva, test yourself, too, by the way. <laughs> um, Moving on. Uh, okay. He was in the hospital. Okay. As he was already nearing his deathbed and delivered a final dose of arsenic through his IV what? tube. No. My mom remembers the entire church praying for Eric while he was in the <gasps> hospital and everyone was distraught not long after when he died, especially Jeez. because Anne and Eric's daughter wasn't even a year old. <gasps> they had a baby? Mm-hmm. God damn. Anne played the role of the grief-stricken widow, as he would. Because she's a psychopath. Got it. Obviously, after Eric died, a blood test revealed that he had been poisoned with arsenic. There it is. And even though Anne was a chemist, she acted so distraught over Eric's death that the police did not initially consider her a suspect. Because she's a white distraught lady. Got it. Right. <laughs> white flight. White flight. Um, How fun. Eric's family didn't even suspect Anne. Everyone thought she loved Eric too Eric's much. Eric's family didn't even suspect her? God damn. Okay. Eric's family only began placing blame on Anne after she insisted Eric's body be cremated immediately to destroy evidence, yeah, of that's course. that's cute. Okay. So she could visit him at the church again like any good Catholic wife. Believe it or not, things get more horrifying. No. Not long after all this goes down and police begin to suspect an affair between Anne and Daryl, Daryl commits suicide <gasps> and in his suicide note completely denies oh, any involvement in Eric's murder. Fuck. Honestly, I think Anne had such a control over him that Daryl was trying to protect her even in his death. Holy crap. Anne didn't waste any time mourning over Daryl's death and apparently miraculously got over Eric as she moved to Wilmington with her daughter and was dating a new man only six months later. Oh my God. I guess she didn't have time to visit Eric's ashes at the church after all. Oh my God. Anne wasn't arrested until five years after Eric's death even with all of her suspicious behavior and again in the fact that she was a chemist and her husband was poisoned with arsenic. Police just couldn't believe that such an educated Catholic woman would commit the crime. She was already remarried at this point to the man she started dating not long after the deaths of her husband and lover. Anne was convicted and basically a real sociopath during her trial. I truly. I think they did an episode of snapped on her if you want to get more into it oh i uh, that would be fun to watch we gotta watch that but the moral of the story is if you're catholic and you want to get a divorce god won't forgive you for that but killing your spouse isn't acceptable oh god blaze write that down (laughs) we we have a lot to talk about (laughs) admittedly i think about this case a lot and how normal my mom thought their family was ann miller is the true representation of evil in the world but doesn't that make you wonder oh sorry is there more oh just a little bit I hope this was interesting enough for a listener's episode. Come to Raleigh sometime. It's a cute and fun area. True. My, a lot of my family's in Raleigh. Um, of course, we have the occasional sociopathic murderer or two, but what city doesn't? Fredericksburg. Um, yeah, there's none of those there, I'm sure. Not even a little bit. Only sex traffickers. Um, oh, okay. And I think if I had to pick one, I would have to pick Team Wine. Is there a Team Wine milkshake option? I would love to hear you all try that on the podcast. Thanks for reading, Amy. Okay. Well, woof. I, <clears throat> I I just can you I mean okay so you hear about this and you're like oh it was on snapped and it was like became this huge thing and after five years she was finally arrested but it's like how many people do you think get away with this shit and like you just don't I wonder like no there's rumors and you just never you know find out I like, wonder if at like year three she was like oh I've got nothing to worry about now mm-hmm. like and then year five hit and she was like oh man I thought I got away with it but like can you imagine how this probably happens like 
Oh, God. This is fucked up. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Amy. Did you read first or me? You did. Wait. So there should be seven. Wait, maybe I picked up too many. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. Sorry. You're fine. Okay. Here we go. Good morning. Oh, it's night. Oh, this was sent at 5.05 a.m. Ew. I mean, to be fair, that's Pacific time, so maybe they were still ew. 8.05 a.m. What are you doing? Okay. Good morning. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just... I really don't like early birds. They freak Listen, me out. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet, so don't judge me. Good morning, M. Christine and Gio. I just listened to episode seven with the new instructions for well, episode seven. I don't remember what oh the hell we my. said there. I think it was because people were just sending stories anywhere and we were saying, <laughs> okay, email us, please. We because were like, we finally have a Gmail, I guess. <laughs> it's like, we didn't realize how many people would be sending in stories. Wait, so, so please don't tweet them. This person. Oh, Ethan. So he's literally not going to hear this for probably like three years. I think Ethan has stopped listening to the show, actually. And <laughs> he's going to never. Okay, it's fine. Good morning. I'm Christine and Gio. I just listened to episode seven with the new instructions for submitting the stories. I drink for a handful of reasons. Being a veteran, I thought I said vegetarian. I was like, it's amen. Like, hey, uh-huh, me too. Veteran, I was like, wow, I definitely stepped out of turn right there. Yeah. Being a veteran, a firefighter, and a former correctional officer. Oh, holy crap. Thank you for your service. Ethan. Wow. No wonder he doesn't have time to catch up past episode No wonder seven. he wakes up at 5 a.m. for fun. <laughs> Remember when we just gave him a ton of shit for waking up <laughs> in the morning? It's like, oh, it's because he was an adult and had a job. It's Got it. It's fine. He's saving the world. Um, being all of those things, probably take up most of the reasons, though. Thanks for the Eastern State Penitentiary episode. That was a good one. My story comes from my time working at a children's crisis center. The stabilization unit in central Maine temp- temporarily took in children from the area for a number of reasons, whether dealing with stress, high anxiety, self-abuse, and or attempted suicide. The house could support five children at a time with two to three staff members. I worked night shifts and most of the time didn't interact with the children because they were asleep. The house had three floors, but the only access to the third floor was completely locked off with three padlocks. Uh-oh. There were numerous instances of children asking to pet the cat on the second floor, Mm-mm. which was never there. A few of the children reported waking up to seeing a man standing in their room, not a staff member, and nothing was there upon staff inspection. One child came running down from the second floor in the middle of the night, screaming about needing to go home. When questioned about what happened, the child said it, quote unquote, woke him up uh-uh. on his bed, then flew out the window and glared at him with glowing red eyes. The situations that I encountered while working were constant smell of smoke, not a chimney smoke or wood fire, but the smell of a structure fire. Oh, God. And he was a firefighter. So, like, he knows the shit. Great. One night, we actually had visible smoke rolling through the office, seemingly pouring out of one wall and disappearing into another. One morning, I saw a set of footprints in freshly fallen snow that went completely around the house. Goodbye. Oh, for God's sakes. I'm done with that. Oh, with no signs of exit or entry and no staff members had gone out during the night. The most vivid night I can recall happened while I was cleaning the first floor. The other staff members and all children in the house were on the second floor. I was sweeping one of the hallways and heard someone say, shh, as though they were directly behind me. I was aware of the presence of a being in the house and acknowledged the request by saying, okay, I'm sorry. I'll keep the noise down. Well, that's very polite. Yeah. Well, instead of ah, like me, <laughs> bloody terror screaming <laughs> immediately after I said this, a stack of playing car- cards flew off a nearby table. 
I picked up the cards, placed them neatly in the center of the table, and turned around, only to have the cards fly across the entire hallway. I would have been like, excuse me, you asked me to be quiet, and I was respectful of that, and now you see me sweeping, and now you're going to dirty up my damn room. Yeah, I just, like, mm, just clean up after you. I was like, how about I, shh, back to you. <laughs> you know? That's M working at a anywhere. And then people are probably watching me from the banister being like, who are you arguing Oh my God, with? being like, that... It's like, okay, you need to so fire that person. you're out. Got it. <laughs> you are not mentally fit like to work here. Like, you've checked out. That's yeah. noted. Got yeah. it. You're gone. I again picked up the cards, placed them in the card case, and put them inside a drawer. Nothing happened for the remainder of the night. But in the morning, as I was getting ready to leave, I put on my jacket and reached into my pocket for my keys, only to find a handful of playing cards. It's like, now you're just messing with my clothes. You know, you asked me to be quiet, and I respect that, you the first time. That just gave me... Oh, God. That just I just think he's rude at that point. He's like shivers. that roommate who's like, you think you could do the dishes and then leaves a bunch of dishes Puts in the sink. Puts a dish in your pocket. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. That guy leaves a dirty fork in your pocket. <laughs> that happened way too many times. <sighs> I went back to the drawer and looked through the cards and found missing cards from the deck that matched the cards I had found in my jacket. Ah, that is so creepy. Keep up the great podcast, Ethan. Holy God, that is creepy. That's like the most like uh, passive aggressive motherfucking ghost I ever heard of. Okay, last one. We got a bonus story. <clears throat> Surprise! We got a, a bonus Jonas. A bonus so, Jonas. Let's never talk about the Jonas Brothers again. So this is from Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. Samantha says, "Oh, and also this is the title. I've been meaning to email you since I learned of Christine's obsession with Fallout Boy. Oh, so you've got a friend you right just here smiling at me." He, he was she, like, do I get a raise now? She knows she did good. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Samantha says, hey, friends. Hey, friends. Friends. Uh, greetings from the great state of Wisconsin, where we often where we are often mistaken for Canadians because of our beautiful accents. Beautiful, though. Beautiful. Really, truly beautiful, beautiful indeed. Beautiful. A coworker introduced me to your podcast a few months ago, and I've been binge listening on my commute and while painting nearly every room of the house we oh. just bought. Woof. Thank God for your podcast. <laughs> I just started the crossover episode with Wine and Crime, and I can't wait to hear the rest. Aww. While I have zero stories about ghosts or murder to contribute, I do have one pretty fab story that I think Christine will especially like. Oh, God. I'm in back. She literally put her wine down. I'm in That back. has never Ugh. happened. Wow. Oh, I don't even... Are you good? I'm just... I've never seen her choose to drop a glass of full wine. I'm okay. so ready. Okay, I'm not. It's a fallout boy story. Can you believe it? <laughs> okay, go. I'll I'm... try to keep this brief. Oh, I'm already sweating so much. But it will be quite challenging. Oh my god, I'm so sweaty. Okay, go on. Rewind to the spring of 2005. Oh, the time for fallout that boy. That was my... The peak... That was... Not the peak. That was like the accelerate that was like when it like i mean you were 14 that was like prime fallout boy time that was when someone lit a match under my fallout boy uh-huh there it is yeah um oh and the wine's back up here it is okay <laughs> we're back we're back okay i was <laughs> <laughs> i was studying abroad in scotland and fallout boy hadn't hit mainstream yet oh so that means samantha was cool Wait, that's what she's trying I to wasn't. say god damn it samantha you were the person i was like on myspace like i want to be that person uh-huh, uh-huh i uh-huh. bet you she had those cool straightened bangs that went across her face oh a thousand percent yeah i had been listening to them for about a year wow she knew them for a year before they were even mainstream samantha's got it she was obsessed with take this to your grave oh yeah for sure their debut studio album which i'm sure you knew of 
I like how you look at me as if you're... I was like, can we confirm? Um, Confirmed. And she says, yep, I was a fan way back in the day. Anywho, while in Scotland, a friend of mine found out the Fall Out Boy was on tour in the UK and was going to be playing in Glasgow. Glasgow. We Glasgow? Get, listen, we get in trouble for this. I know. And I got yelled at, and I'm not going to say Glasgow? Anything. I think Glasgow. Yell at Eva. <laughs> I'm just going to... I got a lot of shit last time for saying Glasgow. Did you? Glasgow. 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 Everyone's like, Christine said glass cow. And I'm okay, like, I'm going to just... Well, I for sure didn't say that. I'm just going to say the sentence again. Make the computer say it. Yeah. Glasgow. Okay, I think it's wrong. Um, <laughs> Glasgow. Glasgow. Which is, I know that's not true. Glasgow. Glasgow. No, that's wrong because everyone yelled at me for saying cow. Glasgow. 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 Jesus Glasgow. Christ. Glasgow. Okay, everyone's going to actually hate this more than us <laughs> saying it wrong, so... How about this? How about this? How about this? While in Scotland, a friend of mine found out that Fall Out Boy was on tour in the UK and was going to be playing near us. Nailed it. Eva? (laughs) (laughs) Eva, look up near us on YouTube and... (laughs) Make sure it sounds right. How are we pronouncing it? Let's listen to the ad first and then it will hear. Jesus Christ. We were listening... Nope. Hang on. We were just... Nope. Hang on. (laughs) I'm all caught up in anxiety. This is really fun for me. We were living just outside of Edinburgh. Okay, hold on. No, that's wrong. That's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yes. Okay. Don't look at... I, you didn't know Glasgow. Okay. Edinburgh. 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 Yeah, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. We were living just outside of Edinburgh, so this was about a two-hour train ride. Totally worth it. Except there was one little problem. We didn't have tickets. <laughs> Just a little one. Oh, man. Remember, this was 2005, and there were no buying tickets on smartphones. Yeah, how would you even... Right. <laughs> Christine's head is in her hand. I'm She's losing like, my mind. I'm what sorry. would I do? What w- I'm literally putting myself on that goddamn train. And we didn't even bring our cell phones to Scotland. Uh, well, I guess this was a time when you didn't really need your, your cell phone. Your cell phone had snake on it. That's about all Well, also, if provide. you're out of the country, like, you're not about to call someone out of the country on your cell phone. Well, yeah. Okay, so that's probably why they didn't do it. Uh, we were roughing it. My friend Allie and I decided to go on an adventure to see what happened. Just to see what happened. I'm. This is uh, this is me sitting in Cincinnati going, why am I not that person? This is like Euro trip, but I'm, with Fall Out Boy. Yeah, this is me just losing my mind. Okay, go Worst on. Worst case scenario, we would wait in line at the venue and not get in. So we took the train and walked to a place called the Cat House where people were already in line. We joined them and chatted it up with little, local Scottish women. And we told them... Oh, hang on. We told her our little story and how we didn't have tickets and we were just hoping for the best ones um, when the doors opened. Just then, this girl, I can't for the life of me remember her name, sees... Okay, I know you're you're going to know this better than me. Joe Troman? <laughs> Jojo. You know, as I like to call him. Jojo? Is that really the thing that we do? That's what I do. Okay. Sees Jojo getting off the tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> Renee's going to lose her shit. Yes, Jojo. And this girl says, hey, there's Joe Tro. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and the girl's name was and Renee. And it was Renee. And she fucking bailed on me and left me in Cincinnati. <laughs> and now we're not friends and she's not no longer a bridesmaid at my wedding. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So the girl says, hey, there's Joe. Let's go and see if we can, uh, if he can get you guys tickets. Joe 
was such a pushover. He probably did. I seriously thought she was crazy, but okay. We walked up to him, explained we were American students studying abroad, and we were really hoping to get into the show. He took our names and said he'd put us on the list. Again, I thought, yeah, okay, with a secret eye roll. A few hours later, the doors opened and a guy came out with a clipboard. He said, are any of you on the list? Come to the front. Allie and I walked to the front of the line. And I'm not breathing. With much hesitation, waiting. so waiting to be embarrassed and turn away when our names are not on the list well hot damn guess who was on the list sam and Allie. <laughs> we were the first we were the first to go into the venue the first 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 to go into the venue and went straight to the front this was a small venue that couldn't have held more than 150 people max but we were within arm's reach of fallout boy and their opening band <laughs> spitalfield what spitalfield spitalfield I don't... I have no idea. Okay, they were pretty badass, too. The show was amazing. Shout out to them. Not only because I knew every word to every song, but because I could literally smell their sweat. <laughs> Christina's on the floor right now. I have never seen her so upset. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Joe, Andy, and Patrick. God fucking damn it. And then she goes, mm-hmm, Christine. Pete didn't make the UK tour oh, for some he reason. Didn't. He was an Ashley Simpson. But the bass player from Spitalfield did an <laughs> awesome job in his place. <laughs> what is it? Spinalfield? Spitalfield. Can you spit? A L field. So Spitalfield or Spitalfield? Spitalfield? What? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, where's Google Translate? I don't speak Scottish. Pronunciation YouTube channel to pronounce it for us. Spittle, yeah, whatever. I imagine Spittlefield. I, I just but keep Spittlefield saying... Spittlefield sounds pretty ridiculous. But I don't want to think spit, so I keep saying Spitalfield. Like also, spital. spite. Like, you know, like 2005 Fall Out Boy. Spinal Fluid. Okay. They are still a band? Is that them? It looks like a MySpace photo. It does look like a MySpace photo. I mean, I guess that's back in now. Okay, hang on. Are you ready? No, I'm not M. Okay, go on. You might think, wow, Sam, good story. But it gets better. No, it doesn't. Because I'm going to kill you. We made out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm and kidding. you fucking are... D- no, not, <laughs> that's not okay. Okay. After the show, I went up to the table where... Fuck. Spittlefield. Spittlefield had Sam... <laughs> I'm sorry. The pseudo-Pete bass player. Spittlefield. Spittle. I don't know. All right, after the show, I went up to the table where the band that was not Fall Out Boy had sample CDs and struck up a conversation with their lead singer. He quickly realized I was from the U.S. and invited Allie and me to the after party upstairs. Okay, enough. I can't do this anymore. He told us to wait there and he would come and get us when it cleared out a little bit. We waited and waited, but nothing. Soon the venue bouncers were telling us we needed to get going and I sheepishly said, but we were invited to some sort of party. Just then, Andy walked down the stairs and said, hey, were you girls coming to the after party? Ah! We tried to contain our excitement and play it cool. We said we were, and he said, it's lame. Want to come hang out on our bus instead? Oh, Emma! So off we went to hang out on Follow Up Boys tour bus. Emma! This is not okay! For the next few hours. No! I can't. I'm I'm losing my fucking mind right now. My friend Allie made some questionable decisions, which now make for a great story, a.k.a. Christine's name is Allie in this story. What did she do? I don't know. But I had a boyfriend and had to behave lame what did you do apparently ali did things that you don't do when you have a boyfriend if she did that with patrick i will stab her throat Allie, sorry that's not this okay. is where we need I a re every I single one of these that. stories needs a reunion a, like a sequel yeah like we a need 2.0 a 2.0 follow up follow and we up. need ali to come back and talk I about can't. every detail of what she did with who on that bus 
Except um, that I need to not be there because I will violently <laughs> hurt her <laughs> so much. Okay. <clears throat> I'm so sweaty. Okay, go on. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was a total blast to hang out with them, obviously. Imagine if she was like, it was kind of lame. <laughs> then I would even more kill her. I don't know what the I tour bus do. had to leave around 3 a.m. to get to the next city on their tour, and Allie and I had to pay for a two-hour cab ride home because we missed the last train by a long shot. Okay, well, money well spent, girl. You're yeah, fine. Okay, totally worth it. Just when I think I could love Fall Out Boy more, or I couldn't love them more, they hit mainstream just a few weeks after I got home from Scotland that summer. Can you imagine? No way. You're like, wait, I just hung out with them. But like, imagine if she's literally like, no, guys, seriously, I was on their tour no, bus. No, I know, and everyone's like, and everyone's yeah, like, but, okay. Like every fourteen year old is saying that. I have right? that with um, I have that story with three hundred three. Do you remember 303? No, I don't know what that is. They were the ones that the Helen Keller shut your... (gasps) That song? Oh my god, yes, I remember that. They, so the year before, I was... 303. 303. I remember I was a very big um, Warp Tour goer. Yes. Warp Tour 2008 was the best lineup I've ever seen, by the way. And that was the year before... That was like kind of late into the... I know, but 2008 was like the one for me. What was also it? that was when, that was the year before Katy Perry got big and she was at Warp Tour that and seems, she went, I feel like that wasn't like the real emo bands no, though. No, I didn't go for the emo bands. Oh. I went for like the like pre-hipster bands. Okay, like Katy Perry. No, no, no. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm feeling really salty and I just need to take it out on someone. No, it, for me it was very much like Jack's Mannequin and All Time Low oh, and Forever the Sickest Kids. I mean that's Cobra fair. Starship. So, Cobra Starship. Mm-hmm. That was before they were big too and I got to hang out with them. And so, uh, did you make questionable decisions in their tour bus? No, no. Okay, good. Cause I don't know how to handle that. But with 303, they, um, I asked, they were like, if you buy our demo CD, we'll leave like a voicemail on your phone. So like people will hear the like 303 was like your voicemail. Wait, let's do that. Em. Hey, if you buy our <laughs> podcast, we'll leave you it. If you spend a hundred dollars on our Patreon, we will uh, leave, leave you a voicemail. weird fucking voicemail. No, like he would be the voicemail person. Like when someone called, it would say, Hey, this is 303. You reach M's phone. No, I know. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's do that. Well, so they did that. And then forever the sickest kids broke my phone literally broke my phone Please tell me they replaced it no well they didn't know they stepped on it by <laughs> and it was a flip phone at the time so like they like there was no recovery nokia it. was like we don't have insurance for that but so then i got a new phone with a new phone number and then my voicemail was no! gone and then the next year and this was when 303 had like a little tent and nobody knew who they were it's actually very weird now that you're saying 303 and i'm like 100 percent remembering well, so they like yeah. they had a tent that like n- nobody knew who they were, so like nobody was even trying to talk to them. So I hung out with them for like a good hour, and then the next year I was like, oh, I'll get them to redo the voicemail. But then they got huge because of that "Don't Trust Me" song. Yeah, and then they had to stay on their bus when they weren't performing because it was like a mob was trying to talk to uh, them. Sounds like our shows. Yeah, uh-huh. and so. <laughs> what, kidding, now I'm when kidding. I tell people like I hung out with them for like an hour, people are like, okay, I'm sure you did. Like, he made a voicemail. I mean, okay. it's no follow-up way, you I mean, know what I'm saying? It's no, but it is. I remember them being big. I can't. You need to keep talking because I'm also, not. I don't know how to speak anymore. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. Here's the thing. Um, oh, you don't know how to speak? Yeah, I got to show it. you something when we go downstairs. Okay. And it's called my new vision board. Um, Jesus Christ. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, every five minutes, there's a new update. No, but I made one a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I make them in a very like deliberate, like I make them very deliberately. Like I know I make them with wine drinking. I make, I don't make vision boards, but in my car, I outwardly speak like today, today I was like 
manifesting. I was yes, speaking into it's, existence. It's very important. And, and the to- louder I say it, the more I believe it. So sometimes on in traffic, people think I'm just screaming. <laughs> Because well, I'm, like, be seeing, really rooting for myself. You could be seeing 303. Nobody really knows. But hold on. Let me tell you this, Em. It's very important. Okay. I'm going to show it to you. Uh-huh. I made one, like, six months ago. A new vision board. And I very deliberately make them. And I don't put things on there if I'm, I know, like, I, I don't really want them. Or, like, who knows. I, it took me, this is, like, my fourth vision board. And I was, like, okay, I'm going to finally do it. I put a picture of Patrick Stump on it. And I was, like, I'm going to meet Patrick Stump. And I put it on there because I was like, I feel like I'm finally emotionally ready. Oh my God. I know. Okay. 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 But I was like, I feel like, because I don't think I could have handled it at any other time in my life. Obviously, I probably can't now. But I put it on there and I was like, it's it's just it's my new goal mm-hmm. and um, i'm gonna emotionally handle it in a very professional manner i feel like if if this is you ready for patrick stump you really were never ready for patrick stump. well you should have seen me probably like three years ago but yeah exactly so it's on my vision board now so this is just making me want to like jump off a cliff i don't know all right twitter do your thing and find patrick stump oh no don't oh my god help me okay. um also poor samantha's on the edge of her seat samantha, for us to say this god, one last I'm sentence i'm so sorry i'm so sorry um, I made this about me. That got longer than I hoped it would. Sorry. Don't say sorry. Um, no ghosts and no murder in that story. Thank God. But one I thought you might like anyway. Thanks for all the laughs and keeping the podcast so real. Keep up the great work, Samantha. Hashtag team wine. Samantha. Can we be Job friends? Job well done. No, I just want to be friends with her now. Because oh. then I'm one degree away. Oh, so this is... Samantha, you're actually just a pawn in her vision board is what's happening. Uh, so yeah. like you're If you become friends with her... I mean, what does she then, expect? I mean, I guess not much. Maybe, I mean, if you're willing to let Christine use you, then you've got a new friend. I just feel like I is. put this on my vision board and then all of a sudden like this email comes in and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I thought you said this emo comes in and I was like, still true. This emo email <laughs> comes in. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm chill. I'm back to normal. Oh, okay. Thanks for everybody for their stories. They're, <laughs> they're so good. I loved all of them except. Except none of them. Christine needs to go deflate her I need to imagined go, ego. I need to go eat some ramen. I'm really stressed out. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. Thank you for submitting your stories. In case you have not yet done that yourself and you would like to hear us potentially tell your true crime or paranormal story, yeah. you can send an email at and that's why we drink at gmail.com. Preferably throw the phrase listener story into the subject line so sweet Eva can actually find them a little easier. Preferably say like eva thank you for all you do because maybe then it'll make her feel better about this right right job. right also <laughs> also thank you eva for everything you do also, and thank, thank you, f- you for reading these so uh you know we got a nice little a nice little surprise today. and if we have not gotten back to you it's because we have so many and we do get back to you so we do get back to you but wow there's just thousands of stories there's a lot there's, there's so lot. many there's so many but um uh, but no, thank you, Eva, because if it weren't for you, we would have read that story in advance and everyone would have missed Christine's reaction. Yeah, so, I'm sure everyone really needed to hear that. Whatever just happened. I well, Samantha's it. losing her share right now. Well, I blacked it out. So so thank you, guys. And you will hear a new listener story from us at the first of next month. That's right. And um, go on Patreon if you're a donor and you can hear um, or donator if your first language is English. Uh-huh. And you can hear uh, classic Kevin Reed. We have an extra bonus story from him this month because we are not doing a Facebook Live. So yes, go thank check you. Thank you to everyone who donates. It you really don't know how much I say it every time. But you really, really don't know how, how much inc- you're helping us. It really is. You um, really have no idea. Just trust us when we say that. Stop thinking you're smart because M says you're you not. don't get it. You really don't get it. Um, also, I posted slash am posting. <laughs> oh, 
our birthday gift exchange. So that's coming. Yes. I promise. So happy July. Oh, we're here. And um, that's if you have, oh, oh, nope. Oh. I was going to say, if you haven't yet, um, please buy our tickets if you're around Nashville. <gasps> yeah. August 3rd and August 4th, we're going to be there. And then also if you're in the we're DC area. We're sold out already of VIP tickets on Saturday. So I know. Get on it. And then if you're in the D.C. area in November, we've got uh, November 5th and November 6th. The November 6th is already sold out, but there are still tickets for November 5th. Yes. Um, so hurry up to those because I hear that those tickets are going pretty quick. Um, we have two more cities we're announcing in November. And then. Yes. And that's why we drink. We're getting so good at that. In a fast paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.